You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. And 2021 has seen a return to many normal pre-COVID traditional gatherings. Now the prisons here in Alabama are moving back to pre-COVID visitation dates. Prison inmates will be allowed personal visitors for the first time in 20 months since the COVID-19 virus outbreak. There will still be some restrictions in place, according to the Alabama Department of Corrections. An inmate can only have two visitors at a time. The visitors will be seated six feet apart with a plexiglass barrier. There will be no hugging or touching allowed. Modified visitation and work release work center activities will begin to take place this coming December 4th. Neighboring states like Mississippi and Tennessee have already returned to a regular prison visitation program. They did so during the summer months. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore is co-sponsoring the Conscience Protection Act. This piece of legislation would protect the rights of health care providers who have a moral or religious objection to certain medical procedures. In particular, this protects those who object to abortion. The bill would allow an employee to sue their employer if they're punished or terminated for registering their moral or religious objection. Moore says the Biden administration has no right to force a medical professional to terminate the life of an innocent child against their personal, moral, or religious convictions. Ninety-nine other co-sponsors have also joined in on this legislation in Congress. The Iron Bowl 2021 will go down as the most stressful and nerve-wracking game in the decades of Auburn-Alabama rivalry. How could it not, since it had four overtimes? The Tigers were ahead by 10 points in the fourth quarter of the regular game when the Crimson Tide rallied and tied the game in the last few minutes. The quadruple overtime was ultimately ended with a 24-22 win of Alabama over Auburn. The multiple overtimes was the first ever to occur in the 86 games between the two teams. Well, if you do live in the Auburn area and you need a little furry therapy following the Iron Bowl results, well, the Lee County Humane Society is gearing up for their Empty the Shelters Holiday Hope. Special adoption fees will be offered for those animals that are spayed or neutered. They can be adopted for only $5. Unaltered pets can be adopted For $55, there are 165 pets at the Lee County Shelter that are ready for a home this holiday. The special runs from December 6th to the 20th. Today, the capital city of Alabama will be getting its official Christmas tree. The 35-foot eastern red cedar will be delivered to the Alabama Capitol building on Monday. The tree lighting ceremony that includes the governor will occur on Friday. The tree that's arriving in Montgomery was grown in Fitzpatrick, Alabama. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, while most Americans were engaged in a tradition of showing gratitude this past weekend, looters were engaged in coordinated grabbing instead. In California's Bay Area, groups of young people descended on various shops that had high-value merchandise and overwhelmed the workers grabbing and stealing the merchandise. In Monterey, California, a sunglass hut was targeted by four people who got away with $30,000 in merchandise. In Lakewood, California, eight people invaded a Home Depot and made off with crowbars, hammers, and other tools. When Home Depot employees tried to stop the group, they started swinging the sledgehammers at whoever got in the way. One security guard was shot and killed while protecting a news crew in California as they covered a smash and grab that occurred at a Nordstrom. Kevin Nishida was a former policeman and armed security guard for Star Protection Agency.
Two other planned ransackings took place in the state of Minnesota at two different Best Buys, and at a Foot Locker store in Chicago, another group robbery occurred. Residents in the city of Waukesha, Wisconsin, placed blue lights in their homes this past Sunday as a memorial for victims. This comes one week after a Christmas parade crowd was run over by a man in an SUV. Five people were killed on the spot when the driver rammed into a dancing troupe that were taking part in the parade. An eight-year-old boy, Jackson Sparks, was also injured. He has now died from his injuries. Seven other children remain hospitalized following the attack. Waukesha Mayor Sean Riley and other city officials led a moment of silence for the victims this past Sunday night. Daryl Brooks is the suspect in the attack. He was arrested shortly after the event and has been in jail ever since. A recent interview this past weekend is going to force Americans to take sides when it comes to one Dr. Anthony Fauci. The director of the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases spoke on CBS about those within Congress who are criticizing his handling of the COVID-19 virus. Anybody who's looking at this carefully realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. One of the biggest opponents to Fauci and his claims of science has been another doctor himself, Senator Rand Paul. Paul has even gone so far as to publicly accuse Fauci of lying under oath when it comes to his involvement in the Wuhan lab and gain-of-function studies of the coronavirus. Paul has also called on Fauci to resign. Paul recently took to Twitter to fire back at Fauci's comments in that interview, saying that he showed absolute hubris to claim he represents science. Senator Paul also wrote that it's astounding and alarming that a public health bureaucrat would even think to claim such a thing, especially one who has worked so hard to ignore the science of natural immunity. The country of Russia apparently has an unbeatable missile called the Zircon. Russia test-fired the Zircon this past July with the missile achieving 6,100 miles per hour. Another successful test occurred this past November. Now Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered the Zircon missiles to be deployed by next year on all Russian Navy frigates and then their submarines. The missile has been in development for 20 years now. Russia's Deputy Premier Yuri Borisov says that Russia has now outpaced the West when it comes to hypersonic weapons and intends to maintain that lead. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he details out Democrat lies when it comes to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. I mean, it, the list I've got right here goes on and on and on. Billionaire hedge fund titan, uh, and I got a, a Trump critic named Bill, Bill Ackman. He, he went on Twitter and voiced his disgust with the media's portrayal of the case. Um, and he, he said that after watching hours of testimony, he concluded the teen is in fact telling the truth and he acted in self-defense. Okay. How about that? A guy who actually decided he needed to flip his story because he went and watched the facts. That's incredible. He went on to say, I encourage you to watch the trial or at a minimum his testimony and cross-examination before you form a view of his guilt or innocence. But a lot of folks didn't. A lot of folks, like I just quoted to you a minute ago, just went out there, threw their story on it. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC says Rittenhouse's release was proof of white supremacy baked deep into our carceral systems. Whatever. 
I think she looks around for the fancy words to make her sound like she's really doing something. And then MSNBC opinion columnist Mehdi Hassan said, imagine if Kyle Rittenhouse was a Muslim. What? Why are we dealing in hypotheticals? Imagine if he was a Muslim. Well, imagine if he was a Martian. I mean, why do we care? It, it, the, the fact is, if, if, he was, if he was a black Muslim and was defending himself, wouldn't that matter? Well, that's where we are right now. It doesn't fit their narrative. Don Lemon, or as uh, Tucker Carlson calls him, Don Lemon. Don Lemon on CNN um, agreed that Americans are not supposed to be taking justice into their own hands. Thank you, Don Lemon. Uh, it's nice. I understand that. But Don Lemon has been maligning this kid all along. Folks, here's the deal. Here's what I'm saying. If you're in a position of authority, if you're in a position of having a platform, if you're in a position of being a public figure, if you're in a position of celebrity, I, I specifically remember doing this Bible study, and it had a line in it. The, the Bible study, many of y'all have done, it's called Experiencing God. And I was doing this Bible study called Experiencing God, and in the midst of it, there was one line about King David. We were studying King David, and it talked about the fact that there is, at times, a different level of responsibility when you're in a position of authority. And it said, as goes the king, so goes the country. And I agree with that. Do not abuse the position that you are in. Do not take advantage of the opportunity to have a platform like, like this platform or any other that speaks into the general public. And that's what so many people are doing to Kyle Rittenhouse right now. And it's got to stop. Face the facts. And if you don't like the facts, deal with it. But don't create the facts to fit your narrative. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org.